Thanks so much for joining me today. I'm Colleen Klimczak, Certified Professional Organizer. I own Peace of Mind Professional Organizing, LLC. Since 2003, I've been helping my clients live better lives through organizing and organizational and productivity coaching. In addition to organizing and coaching, I support my clients with a weekly newsletter, a weekly accountability and productivity session through professional speaking, blogging, and podcasting. Do you want to finish strong this week? Join me for Finish Line Friday every Friday morning at 9 a.m. Central for a two-hour productivity session. Drop me an email at colleen at peaceofmindpo.com for my link or follow the Zoom Room link on my Instagram or Facebook page. Building on some of the topics that I've been talking about for the last couple weeks about travel and um, habits around transition times of, you know, leaving and coming home, that kind of stuff. Um, So in my mind, what that really means to me is ready, right? So what does ready look like for you is the question that I want to ask today. What does ready look like for you, right? So in one of my favorite short presentations entitled How to Never Be Late Again, I list four ways to never be late again, right? I feel that that presentation would make a great podcast episode around back to school time in August, so stay tuned. For today, though, I want to talk about one specific way that I mention in that presentation And one way to never be late again deserves its own podcast episode. So that's where we're going today. The idea is to prepare to leave again as soon as you arrive home. So there you go. I could be done, but I'm not, obviously. Get back to ready, right? Return to ready, whatever you want to call it and whatever that looks like for you. So this is my typical strategy for most things in life. So I don't even think about it most days. But a friend recently mentioned that my firefighter analogy, I'll get there in a minute, resonated with her because she had gotten out of the back to ready habit during the pandemic and was slowly getting back to it. So here we go. Consider ambulance drivers and firefighters. They clean up and reload their rig after every call. Now, for the rest of us, life is not an emergency, but it is easier to be flexible when we know that we are prepared. So if you didn't know this, I have a firefighter family. My dad is a retired firefighter in Michigan. His dad was a firefighter in Ohio. And my oldest brother just retired after 30 years as well. I remember going to visit my dad at the firehouse when I was a kid, and there was this tower attached to the firehouse. It seemed tall to me. I mean, most things do, but really it was probably just a kind of a tall, not like a tall tower, maybe a a story and a half cement square, okay? So when the rig comes back from a fire, from using a fire hose, the hoses are washed and they're hung up in the tower to dry to unkink and to smooth out, etc. Because you have to take really good care of your fire hoses. The pressure, the amount of water that courses through those hoses per minute is astonishing when they are being used to put out a fire. And so they need to be in really good shape and they need to be in well taken care of so that they don't burst. 
And so that means washing them, drying them out between uses, hanging them straight in that tower so there's no kinks or folds, letting them hang out and dry, and then rolling them up. They um, hang that out, and then they would restock the rig with the clean and dry ones. And what else they do immediately upon returning back from a call is to restock the rig with supplies with their own gear, with their safety precautions, with medical equipment, with all the stuff, right? And imagine an ambulance, right? Same deal. So if you called 911 and said, I need an ambulance or a fire truck, do you want to imagine that they're standing in the bay of the firehouse restocking the rig after your call? No, you want them to be already on their way, right? They need to have all the things, but not too many, right? They need to have everything they need and not much more because that would be too full of a rig. But you, as the caller, want to know that it's restocked and ready and waiting. And honestly, that next call could come in in two minutes or it could be two hours. But it doesn't matter because whenever it happens, they are ready to go. Back to ready, right? Right. What Again, whatever that looks like for you. So the idea is to prepare to leave again as soon as you arrive home. Now, what I don't want you to do is feel like I'm telling you that we need to live in this heightened state of panic or anxiety or emergency. I never want us to feel that way. And actually, what I'm suggesting, getting into the practice of getting ready to leave would help you to feel a lot less stressed. You would feel more prepared, less stressed, more ready for whatever the day may bring. What I also like about this strategy is that it can be personalized. You know for yourself and your family or your business, your work, whatever, what ready looks like for you. And I think that that is a big piece of it, knowing what ready looks like. So I was on a retreat in February of 2020, right? Very interesting since it was just before the world changed. Um, But at one of those presentations I attended, the presenter talked about your core. She didn't say getting back to normal in quotation marks. She talked about getting back to your core, your baseline. She asked, you know, what is your core? What is your starting point on any given day or week? What is that for you, was her question. And for me, that is my ready, right? My return to ready. So I talked last week about having a place to kind of dump all the things out of our pockets and having an actual physical location to do that to help us with transitions to either coming home or heading to work, to have that habit around cleaning things out and putting things away. And what that does for us We would be then ready to repack, right? And again, return to ready. So again, what is that for you? So certainly when I get home, I'll use myself as an example. Those are the things that I do. I put my bag in the same place every day when I arrive home. I unpack my water bottles and I put them in the sink. I make sure that my keys are on a hook and that is clipped to my handbag. It's a backpack. And if I've used up anything in my backpack that needs to be replaced, like gum or tissues or a pen or cash, um, I replace that item immediately because I'm going to remember that I used something up 
I'm going to remember that much more clearly the moment I get home versus a day, a week, or a month later when it comes time for me to leave. So if I wait to check everything over again and maybe refill, then I am absolutely going to forget something. My go-to is to make sure that I've restocked immediately upon arriving home as opposed to waiting. Do you see the difference? It's a really big difference. And it is a different way of thinking of things. And I said, I'm so used to it now, I forget even to talk about it. But it really does matter when we shift to being ready no matter what versus having to prepare when it's time to go. Now, if my husband is listening, and he knows I'm going to say this this week because I was practicing this last night, but if my husband is listening, he also knows that sometimes when I'm getting ready to go lately, occasionally, I have forgotten my phone. Now, in my defense, that forgetting, I'll put that in quotation marks as well, means I walk out the back door and get in the car before realizing I don't have it, going back in the house and grabbing it. So is that really forgetting? Like, I haven't left. But anyway, the most likely reason that I have forgotten my phone in these recent instances is probably because there's people in my house distracting me. And I told him I was going to tell that too. But the second most likely reason is because the phone wasn't where it belonged, which if it's not on my person, it's supposed to be on my desk, which is right by the back door, unless I'm in bed and then it's on the table next to me because it's my alarm clock. So again, I have habits around those things too. And that is what ready means to me, ready to go. So again, that for me is actually the opposite of an emergency. I mean, it is still an emergency if somebody calls 911 and needs a fire truck or an ambulance, but if we translate that into our personal lives, having all of that ready to go for whatever the day brings is actually a relief. (sighs) That is the opposite of an emergency. My other example is from when my kids were little. So if you've ever had to take a child to the ER in the middle of the night, and I have, (laughs) uh, more than once. Um, But you don't want to have to pack the diaper bag when you're leaving to go to the ER, right? That's crazy. If you need to go, you need to go. And you also need to have an idea of what stocked looks like, you know, what that ready diaper bag might look like. So again, it's not that I packed a million outfits or whatever, but I knew that a stocked diaper bag for the babysitter's house had you know, six clean diapers, a full thing of wipes, a couple sleepers, a couple outfits, a couple blankets, you know, whatever that was. It's called a par list for some folks when they inventory. But I had that in my mind of what ready looked like, okay? And so I knew what that was. And as soon as we would get home from going places or from the sitters, I'd make sure that it was reloaded and ready to go. When the kids were a little older and we had snacks and things like that, I'd Also make sure that if we used up any of our snacks while we were out, I would put, you know, fresh juice pouches and a couple granola bars in the backpack or in the diaper bag, because then again, it's ready to go next time. So again, I'm not packing a million things. The essentials are covered, bag is packed, and I'm ready for for whatever. The most important part is that I don't want to be caught unaware. But if we needed to just up and go, we absolutely could. And again, opposite of emergency, that was so freeing. It was so freeing. We could go because if it was an emergency, sure. But we could also just 
up and head out the door and go to the park or go to the library or go wherever um, if it was the summer or, you know, just go have an adventure. And I didn't have to fumble and repack because it was already done. And it allowed us to be more spontaneous because, again, all of those essentials were covered. We didn't get stuck anywhere without the essentials. The other part of that diaper bag analogy was that there weren't, you know, I don't know, smelly bottles in there from three days ago or dirty diapers or dirty clothes because all of that stuff was taken care of the minute we got home as well and replaced with clean. And then we could just kind of set it aside and forget it, which is great. I am really good at setting and forgetting. So that's kind of what Ready can do for us. So back to that question, right? What does Ready look like for you? And that really is what ready can mean for us. How do we translate that into our everyday? Where can this idea of return to ready be used in your life? I don't know what the answer is for you. Um, I've already shared a couple of my examples for me, and I hope you find this a useful question as well. And let me know what you think. I'd love to hear from you. Um, This is absolutely a question that I talk about with my clients. If you would like to explore coaching for organizing or productivity, drop me a line via email at colleen at peaceofmindpo.com or message me through any of my social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. And you know, if there's organizational topics you'd like to hear about, you can drop me a line uh, via those channels as well and let me know what that might be. Otherwise, I will talk to you next week. Mm -hmm.